I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello. Welcome back to After Reality. It's your host, Courtney Robertson here. I am so excited. This is my first recap show. I want, I want to call it a recap-ish. I haven't tackled the art of recapping but I couldn't think of a better person to do it with other than Alana Noel. It's such an interesting dynamic that her and I have. We've obviously, I came on her show. She came on mine. And I asked her if she would come on and try to do a little recap with me on Joey's season. And so she's here. We are going to just dive right in. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why this show has us in such a chokehold, but <laughs> here we, I wasn't going to watch it, but you convinced me. I'm so... I did. And I'm glad I did, but I'm excited to talk about it. I know. Do you have PTSD? Are you like, I, I bet you watch with such a different lens, Alana. What do you think of Joey's season so far? I personally love it. Like I've been a little bit bored the last couple seasons and the COVID seasons were so, I just thought so bad, but did you like Joey? I think he's so dreamy. I was, you just took the words out of my mouth. He is freaking hot and I'm just it <laughs> speaks to like it's because the show is only as good as how hot the lead is and how much people want them and it's like finally there is a guy that people actually want to fuck like he is hot <laughs> like I'm watching him and I'm like sometimes if you catch him in like the right lighting he kind of looks like a dork but 90% of the time he is like a dream boat and he just looks so good on camera too. And he also got so much hype. So I'm sure the girls just came in just like, you know, ready to go because he's just good looking. It's just like, oh my God, excuse me. Like no offense to like Clayton or Zach or anything, but a little offense because he is the dream boat we've been needing on this show. He is bringing the heat. And yeah, so I already like it so much because you can just tell these girls like him actually, which takes, which makes it so much better. Oh People my gosh. Invested. He's got such high likability. I mean, his eyes, you're just watching and you're captivated, wiping the tears away. He really seems like he's listening 
and engaging and asking the right questions. And they all do that. Oh, right. Well, yeah. So (laughs) yeah, that's that. Well, really though, because my bachelor got a lot of heat for just kind of not like people would share stuff and he got, I mean, I guess it's different for every season. Yeah, that's true. But he's just like, it's like, I don't even care that you don't really have a job and you live with your sister couch surfing. Like you're hot. He's hot enough. That doesn't even really matter. He's just. Oh, he is a hottie patati. And um, I'm watching, I watch with a different filter as well. So like night one is my favorite. I love to see the limo entrances. I thought the fashion was elevated. I feel like they've definitely, yeah, I think they made some changes. I mean, there was some Charlotte Russe dresses like, so everybody, everybody went heavy on the sequins, but some of, if you buy a cheap sequin dress from let's say Charlotte Russe, it's going to look cheap compared to the $500 dress from Bloomingdale's. I'm just not a sequins fan. And I know it's like part of the whole shtick and like everyone does it, but I'm just like, why? It's like, what would you wear night one? I want to know. I, I know you would never do the show, but just saying, what would you wear? Oh, something. Oh, my God. Something that doesn't look like anyone else could have it. I would probably go all out for the first night and do something like custom made, but something that's like sexy, but not prom and not like too crazy, but just like fits my body right. Oh, I guess. you, you prom, you just, a lot of them look like they miss the mark. Some of them look like yeah. prom, prom dresses. I feel like if you're going to do this, you should just like phone a stylist or something like somebody to just help you out for the first night and then just, you know, phone it in for the rest. But like the first night, that's like your first impression. It's your first date. It's the first time this guy's seeing you. Not even like forget about the TV and you don't even know if you're going to make it past the first night, but like you want to make. You want to look the best you can look. And so many of them are so beautiful and have nice bodies. And it's like, you're not dressing for your body. But I will say something that I liked that I noticed this first night is they have a lot more girls this season that aren't a size zero, which I liked. Oh, me too. By the way, not to jump too far ahead, but there was a girl at the Rose Sam, right? There's always a girl that I'm like, who is that? And her name was Star. I'm like, where's Star been this whole time? <laughs> I she totally. I don't even know who Star is. Does she go home? Is she still there? Yeah, she got a rose, and she wore. There was a lot of green sequin dresses, which I'm like, is that a tennis thing? And you know, flashing back to my time on The Bachelor, they brought uh, before we went to night one. They brought all the producers in. They're like, what are you thinking about wearing night one? And I was like, this is the dress. Like I picked it out. It was a black tight. Dolce Gabbana dress that I got at a secondhand Ooh. store and I had it fitted to me like you know it's like you said like you want to you want to bring your a game and they're like trying to talk me into another dress I'm like nope this is the dress it, it's and I wore sparkly shoes so that that's where my sparkle was but the thing that I loved about night one Alana and what they're doing differently is they've they opened the night one season with his finale and then they flash but like so we're already I'm captivated Something it looks like shit doesn't go well at the end for him. I mean, my my take when I watched it was like he probably just broke up with one chick and is about to propose the next one. It was like just viewing it. I was like, it looks like he just broke up with the chick he really liked. Do you think but, she broke up with him because he was like, I wasn't expecting hmm. that? Or did she slap him? Like everybody's talking about <laughs> this, like 
you know, like this, like this has never happened. That's how they're pimping it out. Like this has never happened in the Bachelor franchise, which, you know, I know that they, they always have say to... that. Oh, okay. So, but I'm Don't like, you think? but I'm captivated. I'm happen. I'm dying to know. But you're you know right. what's so shitty? Someone told me a while ago, and I was like so not interested because I we were just like catching up, and I was so not interested in what she was saying, and I like didn't even think about I didn't even know who Joey was or like and he, she was like saying these girls names and like now I'm like oh my god I totally forgot who it even was so when I'm I'm glad because I'm not spoiled I, like before I worked on the show I didn't like to be spoiled and I like to watch it not knowing yeah who as a viewer mm-hmm. as a viewer yeah but um I'm like damn I wish I like remembered so then I would know what the fuck happened in the end. But I totally forgot what she said. But well, I don't we're know. in I this together like... and we're going to try to do some recaps here. And you're the perfect person to do it. I want to get your take on it. And we covered the fashion a little bit. But you're right. You should really, really, really like that's like the best you should ever look like this is your first yeah. impression. And did you have any standouts night one? I mean, obviously, you know about like the entrances and how they 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 were trying to get me to do something weird and wacky. And I was like, uh-uh, ain't my thing. I'm not rolling down the hill in a wine barrel. Like, like I'm just going to walk. I up. love the wacky stuff. But those people usually uh, um, actually well, no, I mean, it doesn't really people doesn't really have a say in where you end up. But I think the wacky is fun, but it's not for everybody. I didn't think there was that many wacky things this season, to be honest. I don't I mean, understand I guess- why Jess, who looks a lot like Hannah Brown, I don't understand why she rolled in through a boat. Like there was no uh, like thread that held Punch that story. Line. Yeah. Like, do, do, do you have a lake? Do you like, does your dad have a boat? And like, why did you roll up on a boat? Yeah, that is a very solid question. Jess to me seemed like someone who like gave up smoking before she got to the show. Like there's something. Yes. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. Like, when I saw her picture, I was like, oh, like, the Hannah Brown, da, 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 I saw it. But then when I saw her in motion, I was like, there's something, like, raw and dirty about her. Like, she definitely stays late at the bar, has a few sags at the end of the night. She's got uh, the she raspy seemed- voice. She's like the uh, Chris yeah. Kardashian <laughs> of the Golden Bachelor. She, I felt that way about her, the girl that married them at the end. I can't think of her. Uh, Susan, I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could so, like I could so see that. You're right. She was like so hammered, which I thought was so funny. And also the thing about that girl, Jess, was like you, she got the kiss, but then she totally showed her hand to Joey because she came and interrupted and it's like he's not he's like a human being and obviously he knows it's the show but like now I mean I don't know if she ever really stood a chance but like now he sees who you are which is like rude for coming and interrupting on a first night because not everyone even gets time I mean, I know that I know the game and I know it's a show and all that stuff, but it just tells me like, I don't really think you're serious about this dude. If you're just get- willing to go do something like that like on the screen- first night, you might just be wanting a little screen time. Yeah. Well, and I agree. I mean, I, rem- I remember like it being a little bit orchestrated. Like it was the se- second week of filming and they're like, if you want to have time with them, you got to go steal them now. And I did definitely think she was gassed up. Her nose was turning pink. <laughs> I mean, Oh yeah. 
Um, but she was, that, that's a recipe for trouble. Did you see him twice on the first night though? On your no. season? No. Right. I, like that's a no, no to me on the first night. No, no, no. And it sets, I oh was like, God. are they going to set her up for the villain? I mean, I don't. But the second episode, she didn't seem, I didn't see her in other drama. I don't feel like. Who really stood out to me, your original question, was uh, Maria. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that her name? Yeah. Yes. I love her. She's I like black like... magic, like you said about uh, Victoria Fuller. To me, she's like Victoria Fuller 2.0, kind of. I think that's a stretch. Okay. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's that is a stretch. All right. But she's but got that I, swagger, that confidence. She's like, I'm not going to kiss him. And then she kissed him. And then like, she's flirting him with on the wedding date. She's grabbing his cheeks. Like she's like full yeah. on. You know who she reminds me of is uh Larry David's daughter. I forgot her name, but she, Kat, Casey, Cassie, I forgot her name, but she dated Pete Davidson, but she's so pretty. And she looks like her. And I also jumping ahead, the second episode, I feel like, this freaking bitch Sydney okay like excuse me so what Maria said um like you're not old or whatever is the word old like off limits now too like and she's like they literally are like two years apart like they went to middle school at the same time like she has the right to say it I just felt like I she was like already being villainized for doing nothing I don't think she did anything I don't think she did anything at all. I literally just said that in my intro on my other episode. And I'm like, it's not that bad. I was 28 when I did the episode, my season, and I was like the oldest one there. She's older. Like, I, I don't think she was trying to stir the pot, but clearly, I mean, I think she's trending in the villain direction. Well, I like her right now. I mean, I would be, I'm interested to see what she does to like turn her into being a quote unquote villain, but I think she's funny and she's not even doing anything unless she's doing something that we're not seeing. But I, I just don't think she's done anything. And that girl, Medina, I'm like, you're a, you're a bit of a, a cunt. Like, mm-hmm. I like the word cunt. I'm bringing it back. I'm like, she's kind of <laughs> like, I'll see you next ha- Tuesday. She, she like ha- is plagued with resting bitch face. And it's probably not her fault, but I don't know. She I'm is. Like, the, the lip liner isn't helping, but <laughs> No, she's like, it's very intense and like scary. I'm like, you're scaring me. Like, why is this so intense right now? We're talking about you being 31. I'm like, oh my God, girl, 31, you're a child. I I said that out loud. I was like, oh my gosh, you're a, you've got so much time. But they also, I noticed that they didn't really show the rest of like her story and setting up the blanket and, you know, Maria walks up and is like, we're going to nip this in the bud, which by the way, I've been saying nip it in the butt all these years. I was totally off on that. But, um, so my standouts for night one were, I thought Lexi is beautiful. Yes. I wrote her name down too. Lexi is gorgeous. I wrote, I'm looking at my notes cause I'm old school. I have Lexi Maria is number two autumn. I think I, I wrote bachelorette. Um, she looks really, yeah, yeah, but what remains to be seen. And we got smoochy poochy Jess. She's a little quirky, um, and then let's see. Oh, let's see. We got Kelsey. I thought she would look stunning and she wore a green sparkly dress. But after watching Daisy's 
date, I was like, oh, Uh, the story, I mean, the cochlear implant, she's doing a nonprofit. She had Lyme's disease. He seems very into her. And on my season, I got the the first one-on-one date, um, like the full-on day date. And I think that whoever gets the first or second one-on-one date famously is a favorite. I could not agree with you more. And I literally had the same thought because it's regardless of anything else, just like, just like the psychology behind it. Like when you have that first one-on-one date and if you have, assuming you have like the best time ever, that's like the bachelor's first impression of you or bachelorette. And like, that's like the standard they have now going into all these other dates, just as far as like connection and everything goes. And it's like, yes, the contestant can't see you or do anything during that whole time. After you have the first date, you have like this waiting period kind of most of the time, but like, so do they. And I think that it's really significant. Whoever has the first date of like, I I think it really does put her up in like, as far as like, you know, their connection everything also their kiss on the first night Mm. i i felt that shit i felt that shit i by the way i I fast forward through the kisses because like they usually look awkward like even maria's looked a little awkward and they had like a it was like looked perfect like there was a little bit of tongue it wasn't too much they didn't play the sound like it it actually i was like yes that could get me going yeah goosebumps courtney like i felt that chemistry with those people and Mm -hmm. it it was didn't feel that with him and Jess when they were kissing but Mm -hmm. I definitely felt (laughs) it with him and Daisy and that date oh first of all what I did want to say about Daisy is she's literally like the dream contestant like I I just imagine that um whoever was like on her casting probably like jizzed their pants after (laughs) they had like the first interview with her because she's just like literally the perfect person that you know she's like the mold and she's genuine like you can feel it and I know she's like gotten some hate from people like for not a lot but just like the fact that she posts TikToks and stuff but I think what she's doing and this is kind of, I'm very critical like she, what she's doing is so important and like she should be doing all the stuff she's doing about the imp- the cochlear implant and her hearing and everything and like I just think it's so cool and I'm so happy they got her on there she's just she's great oh she's she's like she's just adorable and so likable and wholesome and I think that that's what the show has to get back to a little bit you know I really I mean I we've talked about it on our episodes but like people coming on for the followers and and this is like for instance the way she posts it where you're like yes let's support her like my bachelor said to me after we got engaged and we were together for a while, he said, Courtney, you were very naive to go on a show thinking you were going to find love. Like I basically just went on to promote my winery and mind you, this is (laughs) 12 years ago. Like everybody has a horse in the right. Everybody has something to promote. And like, I'm like, okay, you're doing it for good. Joey, you know, I will say he like wears his heart on his sleeve. Like you can tell how he feels about a person for the most part. Um, but he's just like, like shooting stars out of his eyes for her. Can I say one complaint about Daisy? Yes, absolutely. She has the great bo- boobs. Oh, was, fantastic. I'm going to say I one thing that, that I want to say. I want to say one nice thing. I totally, yeah, one nice thing before I get to what I'm going to say. The vocal fry 
Oh. And I have vocal fry at times too. What but is it, what it is that? Like, it's like, oh my god, girl! Like you're not gonna believe. It's like the it's like talking in the back you know, of your throat. Kind of, yeah. It's a thing that girls do sometimes, and I'm I haven't seen anyone talk about. I haven't really been looking, but her vocal fry is so intense, and I wonder if like they're gonna try and help her with that throughout the season because it is. I mean, now that I've told you, it's like when you go like this, you're going to mm-hmm. start to notice it. She's just so cute. I mean, maybe it has something to do Ugh. with her hearing, so I feel bad saying that. But I don't think it does because you can feel it when you talk like that. Well, it's funny because I do cameos once in a while and somebody asked me about that and I was like, I don't even know what that is. And I, I people complained about my voice constantly on the show. My what? bachelor. Yeah, my bachelor. When the weekend we broke up. He was like, your voice, you talk in a baby voice sometimes. And sometimes I have to project my voice and, and I do, my voice gets very quiet when I'm tired and, you know, so I've definitely am insecure about my voice, but I, I mean, I hated watching this season. It's like when you leave a voicemail and you're like, Hey babe, like you think it's like your great voicemail. And then you listen to it back and you're like, wow, I sound not so good. You have such a nice voice. It's like calming. At least listening to the podcast. So. I, people talk but, complain about my voice all the time, Alana. So thank you. That's like, that's like oh me too. Massive insecurity, and sometimes I just like to name it because it's like come at me, bro. Like I I'm aware of it. I know that's why I do a whole vocal filter because I hate my voice so much. So I, you know, but I do listen to my podcast over and over again. But I know, you know it's just- like posting a good reel <laughs> that you want to like relive and. You know, I do that too. You just like, you're a perfectionist and, but that's good. I'm going to, you know, it's like, I love how I met your mother. And there was an episode where it was like, once you notice that thing about somebody, <laughs> um, you, can't you can't get out of your head. You can't get it out of your head. So now that you told me things, <laughs> but oh, you know, maybe, it, but maybe now it was the Im- implant. And I mean, Maria, I love, I do love her. So we've talked about our top five favorites. We talked about prom dresses, talked about how hot Joey is. Um, there was a couple questions I had for you as far as who you didn't like the girl that had it out for Maria. She reminded me of the girl that was so awful to me who just, it's like a perfect depiction of how this girl was towards me at night one. What's her name? She went home this week. I was so happy. I thought she stayed. No. She got Rose. No, the one with the blonde hair that pulled her um, veil off of her head, she went home. Oh, is that Taylor? I think it was Taylor. Yeah. Just couldn't stand Honestly, Sydney. Well, Sydney and Taylor kind of looked the same. So I kind of got confused who was who. So I felt like one of them was... Well, it's a little bit early on right now to like know the names. When you work on the show, do you learn the names? It well, usually I know like ninety percent, and then maybe there's like a few that I'm like, "What is it again?" But like before I even start, I already like think about these people a million times, so like I already pretty much know their names. But there's like a handful that sometimes I won't really know. Um, but usually if a producer doesn't know your name, that means like you're really not doing enough. <laughs> producer roll- should know your name. Let's roll down the hill in a wine barrel. But honestly, I really, and I, I wanted to ask you about this. I really didn't like Lauren and the cake throwing. And to me, like when she threw that cake, I was like, somebody has to clean that up. But I was like, I'm going to, I knew we were going to be talking. 
did somebody well, tell her to throw it? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. That makes me feel yeah. better because to me, I mean, I don't know that for fact. And I feel like I can speak on this because I wasn't there, but I would think somebody probably said, Oh, why don't you throw it? Well, she's like, it's not red velvet, but to me, she came up and like, I know she like, you know, we just talked about my mom and everything on your podcast. Like she lost her father and it feels like to me watching it, producers pushed her too hard. Um, and her sister was there, but she just seemed like high maintenance. And there was a couple girls like that on my season that you would have never known that about them, but they were just like very demanding. And so Lauren stunning. I had a, I had opinion about her actually. Uh, it's funny you say that because my thought was. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment. Every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. She probably is a control freak. And when mm. you go into this place, you have zero control. And it seemed pretty obvious to me that like she probably was getting annoyed because it was probably a lot later. And then this is my assumption. I don't know. Um, of course. She probably was annoyed that she she had probably had this whole thing planned and she probably was sick of the shtick. She was probably sick of it all and having to wait. And so she probably was like talking about wanting to leave. And they're you like, know. you should leave. <laughs> I think it probably just wasn't for her. That environment probably wasn't for her is what was my take. And I mean, I don't really know about the she also seems like someone who like oh my, it's so funny that she had the beers because literally her entrance was like shotgunning beers my thought about her versus her my thought about her when she was first introduced on the screen was like this is someone her sister is like first of all her sister looked like a black-haired cassie from colton mm -hmm. season dead on looked like cassie but like she seemed like oh, da, da, da. and the sister seemed like someone you'd go get a beer with and then she popped open a beer and I was like oh my god it's so dead on because she seems like someone who would just do that I just think she probably wasn't about the whole charade like she was like this isn't for me is was my take I don't know 
Well, that definitely came across. Like, she's like, not my circus, not my monkeys. Like, they were probably pressing her to like, talk about your dad. I have one thought about that too. Actually, so many thoughts were coming alive in me while I was watching this. But you'd be, I mean, it might be, everybody's different and some people struggle and don't want to talk about certain things. And then other people are like literally waiting to tell their sob story. And it's kind of dirty and weird when people are like that. Like there's, and that was something I was feeling when watching the second episode. I was like, God, like Daisy's, I don't want to discredit anybody's story or anything. And like, sometimes it comes up organically and you talk about it, but I do know there are always some people that have these stories and they feel like I have a story. I need to tell my story. I need to talk to him and tell my story. And it's not even like they want to talk to the bachelor bachelorette. They just want to tell this freaking story. And it's like, it, it just feels weird. So I like, I don't know. I don't judge that as harshly anymore of like, producers forcing them because some people really are just like are are dying to tell it well because I, think, they, I don't know like well my producers game of roses they, you gotta do the tear play you gotta do and I remember on my season you know I just did your podcast Alana and I talked about my mom I it was so hard for me to keep my mom's story of her alcoholism oh, yeah. quiet the whole time and they didn't push me because before I came on I was like I'm, I don't know if I can do this right now But I was like, if I do it, I do not want this to be a storyline. This is my choice to come on the show. I, I am not going to talk about it. And, but they, I will say they did encourage me like to open up, like you got to be vulnerable. They talk about your breakups, whatever it is. And I will commend them for that because it's a different dating setting. I, I don't know if I would say commend, but, uh, it's just a different dating environment. If you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. Even Joey sitting down with Maria. Oh, I need to see. I want to like see more of her. Like I want to see. And I was like, well, that was like the wording to me was like so funny because he got to see more of her. She slipped into like a comfortable dress, which I thought was so funny. And then she walks back so nonchalantly, Alana, and is like all the girls were like checking her out. And she's like, yeah, I just couldn't breathe in that dress. And it just kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a funny bit. I was like, I don't know if a two-piece sheen number is like more comfortable, but she did look good. And yeah, I don't know. I, I love her, but maybe I feel like there's there's probably stuff coming for her, but I, for some reason, I have that girl's back. I can't explain it. I liked her I the same. second her package came up. Yes, I did. I, really... I liked her dad. He was like smoking stogies. So... Oh my God. The dad. <laughs> Courtney. He looks like every man my mom has ever gone a date with. And my mom has horrible taste in men, but he's just like so funny. I'm so glad you just mentioned him. Oh my God. I love the dad. Well, there's so I much. She's only the bachelorette. I know. Oh, hey, you never know. I mean, I, I, so I watch with them, like, you're going straight to paradise. You one way ticket to paradise or two way ticket <laughs> there. And I, I literally She's have made my for the here. sand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, her, I mean, her style is a little bit different. It's like elevated, but, um, this isn't a style recap. So who is there? Anybody else? I think we talked about who rubbed you the wrong way. Jess, oh, there's one more that rubbed me the wrong way. Don't big tell time. me. I want to hear. Oh my God, what is this girl's name? God, she drove me freaking nuts. Her name might have been Leia, the girl who got the card. Mm, Leia. Oh, can we talk about the theatrics of that? 
and throwing oh it in the fire. My God. First oh. of all, she used all the she uses all the freaking buzzwords like journey, cultivate, um, anatomy, intentions. I'm like, are, did you like read a playbook or listen to Oprah before you got here? I'm just like, who are you? And like, the, <laughs> they couldn't have chose a better person. Like, I feel like the two best people who could have gotten that card would be like a villain person who like would use it and draw enemies. Or it would be someone like this who would make it into like the biggest deal. Like somebody is dying. She was crying. I could not stand her. I was like, you are so fake and weird. Like, why are you crying about this? It's a, I mean, it's great TV, but. Um, and it just kind of oh dragged on. Like it, it didn't make you like her more. But then I love the no. girls that were like, I would have stole it. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know, Jess. I know you would have stolen it. Okay. We all know you came running in after your kiss and told everybody like, we know what you would have done. Oh, and she called it a smoochy pooch. But then I will say on the episode too, Maria kind of came in with stars in her eyes and her dress and think those little subtle things really kind of mess with the girls. Pretty episode two, you can see people breaking down for sure. Oh my God. Episode one, they were crying. It was, it was fantastic because they like, they actually liked the guy. So it's so much better when I can't even speak. Oh my God, I can't even say it, but it's just so much better when they're actually invested because that's when you actually care, when you actually want to sit down and have a conversation with this person, you actually feel like you want to kiss them. You actually think he's cute. It's just so much different and you can feel it in the room just from the screen. You can feel it in the room. Mm. Well, Joey just looks into your soul and I could watch him for two hours every Monday night. I'm going to continue and I would love to have you back and recap with me. So fun to get your perspective. Just just somebody who <laughs> can be unfiltered. Like yes. I would like to ask you about the drinking. I, I've heard that there's like a two drink minimum. Is that true? Because I need to know. I like it. I feel like people have come out and said it, that it's true, right? Yeah, no, everybody talks about like a two drink minimum. But if you're filming a date all day, like for me, I needed a little liquid courage uh, to kind of get through the days and that kind of thing. But like Jess well, seems like you is... said, like a little overserved night one. But then she was like, okay, she got it. She kind of locked it up, you know? Well, also it's like, did you eat that day? You know, if you didn't right. eat, you're up all night, you get more drunk. But I after the whole thing with Corinne um, in Paradise, they really got super strict with the drinking. So they really do monitor it. I mean, I'm sure people find a way. I mean, I would never do that personally as because I just, you know, as a producer, because I don't want to be liable. But I think they, I don't know. I think they might have loosened it up, the rules up recently, to be honest with you. You and I both have a love hate with this franchise and the show, but it's one thing to like feel that way. And cause we have like a personal connection, but the thing, the beauty of it is it, it definitely is fun to dissect, <laughs> especially having yeah, been I on the other side. Like I feel like I'm just like chatting with a girlfriend, like, okay, what did you think of her, her and her and really do you think this is the best season and bachelor they've had in a while? And I really, I, agree. I thought that they were going to cancel the show. Honestly, it's gotten so bad. Alana, 
Well, they needed to pick a good bachelor. I mean, they didn't, I, they wanted, I, I mean, for reason, you know, there's a million reasons, but they wanted someone like Greg Grippo. Greg, Greg Grippo can work out for one reason or another, but like they got their Greg Grippo and they needed, and that's Joey. I feel like he's kind of like Greg Grippo 2.0. Like they, they kind of have a similar look and everything and vibe. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but they oh, needed. Absolutely. I feel like he is so genuine and it, it really comes I, across. I think more than, I mean, more than that, it's just like his looks, like people want yes. to watch him and they needed that because, you know, he's got those just, ocean eyes vibe. Can I ask you real quick about the songs? They have Michael Bolton and then oh, like Billy Ellish on the first opening scene they should do ocean eyes for him by billy ellish but that's like a massive like elevated i mean my thought was like he must have been on sale or something michael bolton must have been on clearance um (laughs) but they also had the date at the mansion which i assume probably saved them money so they probably had it in the budge to Uh. uh spring for a for a you know but that was a good they did make wise choices with the music no, what I was, you know, what I was thinking when I was watching the episode, the, the those I watched them both today, before we got on here, and um, I was thinking like, how nice would it be if they, I mean, they couldn't, it would have to be like a spinoff or something, um, but like if they did the show, but everybody came on and just said exactly what they were thinking. Someone sits down and tells you. I I'm trying to think of something that won't like get me completely canceled mixing it up just some kind of like where people just literally said what they were thinking like instead of that girl Leia saying like I just want to cultivate this relationship in a healthy way with true intentions and blah 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 like saying like no if I use this card these bitches are gonna hate me and also like he's probably you know he should pick me I shouldn't be the one that's like pursuing him as a man, like just speaking to like the realistic reasons why you wouldn't keep that card that they gave you instead of like all this other bullshit, like people just actually saying what's on their mind instead of just like word vomit that like makes no freaking sense. And it's all contrived. It would be nice. Well, I think that they have that on other networks and other shows, but it's like ABC. I would love that. And that's why I love the Marias. Like, and you get a glimpse of the villain, like the person. And I I don't even want to paint her as the villain. I mean, I think she's a free thinker. She's like, I know what I'm here for. Uh, But I agree a lot. And I think that's a really great idea. But how do you get people as a producer? How do you get people to... Well, I don't think they could ever do it on the show because the audience is just not built for they can't handle it emotionally. No offense because that's who's listening. I don't think they could handle people just being honest. Goes to show it's like charity is so pretty, is such has such an amazing personality, all these things. She has two hundred and eighty thousand followers and she was on The Bachelor. Was she was the Bachelorette, she was on Dancing with the Stars. Daisy has a hundred thousand followers and she's only been there. It's only been two episodes. Like the people who watch this show want, it's like sad, but it's like this. I don't really, I hate to say this. And you know that like, I'm not the biggest fan of how some people operate who work on that show, but I don't think it's the show that really needs to look within. I think it's the viewers 
that really need to look within because Mm -hmm. there's all these demands about what they want and then they do it differently. They try new things and then no one watches or cares. And then when they go back to basics and you have someone like Daisy, who is a genuine and sweet person, it seems it's like that's who everyone's gravitating towards. But this show for better or for worse, people are so invested and they look forward to it so every fascinating. It is. Yeah. It's like it is not going away. Like I really thought, oh, the show might go away at some point. And like Mike Fleiss got kind of it sounds like pushed out and things were changing. There's a lot of turnover. But I do think that like from a viewer's perspective, the show is getting better. And maybe that was COVID. Yeah. I don't know what it was. You're competing now with like so many other reality TV shows, like Love is Blind. Uh, I mean, there's so many like the ultimatum and they have like drone footage. Now they have these amazing songs. So I'm glad that, and I, w- I would say, I'd like to see more travel. You know, it was fun to see Daisy in the helicopter and see the, I mean, they did her I feel story like they're perfectly. Finally, yeah, they did. They really did. They're, I feel like they're finally getting their groove back because there's just, just so many hits that the show took for so many things, just like. with Chris Harrison, COVID, just everything in 2020 and so many things. And they were really in whatever roundabout way trying to implement changes and stuff. And like, I feel like the things they were doing, doing weren't necessarily working. And so now it seems like, I feel like the Golden Bachelor saved them for sure. And having somebody like Joey save them for sure, because you need they needed people that. like Joey. They needed somebody like him so badly. So, and the Golden Bachelor winning them back some credibility, um, which is good. So, well, will you I keep watching they, with it? Watching for me, I know you you don't really love watching, but will you keep watching for me so we can do some fun recaps for people? I will because I love talking shit. So it's like an excuse <laughs> to talk shit, okay, and I have well, no like connection. My husband and I. He says the funniest things off the cusp. I love it. And he's always like respectful of me. I'm like, oh, she's really pretty. And he always will like kind of throw a little dig in. I'm like, oh, babe, that's sweet. You don't need to do that for me. But um, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but like the way we talk when we're watching at home versus what you would talk about publicly. And I think a lot of podcasts do is very and because of all these factors that play into it which I think is interesting and also for you because you have access to a lot of guests that I can't wait to hear on your podcast but I think that that's like the fun part of watching the show that gets lost sometimes in translation is like the real shit talking that can go on well I mean because sometimes he's given a rose to people and I'm like I know you don't like that person but I will say it I have no problem saying it and talking about that but it's like there's so many I mean that that stuff I I don't know I like I'm a type of person that I'll just say stuff that's not meant for the public out in public but okay well I'm gonna get you back here I just had Brad Smith on the the first ever Canadian bachelor and he was like it was night one and they were like these 12 you have to keep and then oh he went there Oh, he went for it. He's never done a podcast, which was he was so open and honest and fun. I mean, I know that because my bachelor told me everything. There were storylines that were going on and I'm not, you're not saying it, I am, but like it's a television show at the end of the day. And that's what people love. (laughs) As much as you want this 
storybook and ending, which is so fun to see with Daisy, there is this part of the show and how it's made and um, also the work that goes into it. Like I said, who's cleaning up the cake? <laughs> but yeah. Some, I, I, some PA. Oh. <laughs> And then they came home but, to you know, their loved one and they're like, I had to clean up a cake, but they got the shot. We all had to do it. I mean, they love to throw a cake on The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. So, um, well, she, you could they, tell she was kind of prompted. I, I don't like people that complain a lot. And she's just seemed like she was complaining every which way till Tuesday. But it would have been oh, great sure. to keep her for the storyline, take her out of the show. She just seems like a high maintenance person. She probably did it. For her sister, for the story, you know, she probably didn't even want to do it. It didn't even seem like her, her jam, who knows how they orchestrated it or the logistics of it all. But like, there's so much going on and like, you have to just surrender control and just realize that there's 300 freaking people trying to make this, this machine go. And it's the world doesn't revolve around you and you might not go. Oh, at the time you immediately want to go or your cake might not be ready or they might not be able to get red velvet on a dime chill out chill alana out, thank you and that's that's yes yes that's exactly what i was picking up on i'm like oh my gosh like when when you say jump they can't say how high like there's these are real people that have lives and kids and family members and and as far as like going up to episode two goes, I feel like Maria is like the victim here. And she's just like, what is going on? Why is this a conversation? So I am very curious to see what happens next with her because of all that. Like she's just having fun and being funny and just like calling, calling shit out as it is. Like, what is the problem? I don't know. Who would you say that you could see Bachelor at qualities from because we already talked about our standouts but was there one person that you're like ding 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 or is it too soon I feel like it's too soon to say as far as like a bachelorette um let me look at their pictures about I mean obviously Daisy would be like yes but she almost might be too sweet to be the bachelorette I almost because... wonder if it's like the sound though would be too much for her. I really tried to put myself in her shoes and think about like, you know, like I need to look at you and like she's in the helicopter. Like the whole storyline was so compelling because you think like, how would I feel in that situation? Like I've A, never been in a helicopter <laughs> and I have a hearing issue. And like, I just, you know, even night one, she's like, this is overwhelming for me. I almost think that it would be. And then they bring her to like a music concert. I'm like, can we do something quiet? Put them on a picnic. Like, why do we have right. to do all this loud stuff for Daisy? But it was like perfect for the storyline. It was perfect for the storyline. And also, you know, these dates are, you, you don't just plan them on a whim. So, but it did, it did speak to her storyline. So I felt like it was a good date. Like a buildup. Yes. 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 And looking at everybody again I honestly there's like nobody that stands out to me as like a good uh as like a bachelorette yet the last question I want to ask you which is a little off the topic of a recap but I am sure you don't follow the story but Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartik broke up and there's been rumblings about them potentially making him the next bachelor 
I would love your take on it because obviously they were together for like three or four years and they broke up long. Now she's dating Zach Clark, uh, allegedly, um, which was Tasha Adams, you know, her final pick ring winner. He, he just came out this week on his podcast, talked about like how I want to be married and have kids within the next year. Like, would they do that to Caitlin is a bachelor alum uh see it was like the same like I remember like when before Clayton or Zach I don't remember which I was like a huge advocate for Nate Michelle's ex being a bachelor I love him love him he's I agree and I think he's very sweet and genuine but he does have like this bad boy look and I but I remember hearing like that probably wouldn't be like you know, because it was so soon with Michelle, but I just thought he would be such a good bachelor because I mean, just with the pool that we had, I thought that like, he was just like, people would want him. And that's like what matters. And Jason, I just feel like he's kind of a fan. I think it's a smart idea as, and that's what I was going to say actually about bachelorette, that the next bachelorette would be somebody that we know. I, I, um, I, yes, that's what like led my train of thought there. I think somebody that yeah. we know, maybe not from this We're season. We're so in sync. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it would be good for somebody, for them to bring in a, someone who's single, who hasn't found love yet, who's been through the show and everybody knows and loves them. And yeah, I think that would be a really wise choice for the next Bachelorette. And it would draw in probably better quality men um you know but jason he's kind of corny to me but mm-hmm. and i feel like there's fans that like him and it's less i don't know about the whole if they would i feel like caitlin would probably i don't really know caitlin but i feel like she probably wouldn't be a person that is just like okay no problem about that well she was just at the golden wedding i mean i don't know that they would do that to her you yeah. know I feel like he's probably not worth the issue that it would cause with her. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, like he, he's just not that um, relevant, not even just that. I don't know. And I don't know. I I just, I don't see it, but maybe, I don't know. I, I, maybe they would. I don't think he'd be worth it though for them to like bring him on as the bachelor and kind of screw Caitlin over. She's like bachelor royalty. And she's been going through a lot of shit, like with haters and stuff. It's like really gonna like tack that on her. I just don't see them doing that. But I wouldn't put I mean maybe they would take a meeting with him, who knows? But I I wouldn't I don't see it. But I do think the next Bachelorette should I hope it's somebody from the past. Although I don't even know who Let's just hope it's not Genevieve. Just kidding. She's like on the low she's on the bench. Oh my god, imagine. (laughs) Imagine I mean Godspeed. She would probably, I mean, she would be running away. Bring me back. Bring me back. I'm like, oh, oh, well, we could speculate on this. Serene would be good, but really, I feel like I think she would be good. Um, I feel like she's a little clammed up. I don't know that she would. She is a little. Yeah, I just think she's PG. She's very PG. She is a bit PG. What about Maria? People are talking about Maria for the next Bachelor. Maria. Like from this, that what we're watching right mm, now. Yeah. She better Wait. bring on the tear work at when on her exit if she doesn't make it to the end. I don't know. 
I'm looking at her page right now real quick. I don't see it with her. Mm. Man. Thank you so much. I'm going to stop the recording. So I'm going to do a quick outro because I'm going to pee because the baby has been kicking me all day. But oh thank my you so much. I would love to have you back for a recap. Let's see. A recap. <laughs> Let's a, see. If I like the way you called it a recap-ish. That was a good, that was a good Yeah. Title. Because we got to, there's so much to cover. There's two episodes. That's literally four hours of television. It's so refreshing to get your take on it. And to, I love people that are unfiltered. It inspires me to get back to my roots, girl. Yeah, I mean, one one recap-ish at a time. Feeling a good vibe about this. I feel I feel comfortable talking to you, and I feel like a lot of times we're on the same page about... But it's also good when we're not and when we have different opinions because... Yes. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Alana Noel. I love her unfilteredness. I need more of that in my life. Sometimes you just need that friend to kind of push you over into the dark side. So we are going <laughs> to, we're going to have her back. Lana, thank you so much for hopping on with me. Thank you. Don't cancel me or do. Don't cancel her. Nope. If you Don't cancel her. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com